Previously on the I Could Go On podcast. Um, so I am Sophie Mikos. I am a photography student at Columbia College Chicago. I will be going on and on about Littlest Pet Shops or LPS Tube specifically. So LPS Tube is a sub community of YouTube uh, where people make videos of their toys called Littlest Pet Shops or abbreviated would be LPS. Most of the time it was just me, um, but the reason I mentioned LPS Pure Media was again because she was a huge influence over me, but she actually led me to my final form, my final channel I would say, um, which was True Harmony TV. And I lost a lot of my motivation because of very specific drama that happened on LPS Instagram. This girl stole my identity. Welcome to I Could Go On, the podcast where people go on and on and on about the things that they love. I'm Caroline Herriter. And on this part two of episode two, we will once again be meeting with my lovely, lovely roommate, Sophie Mikos, as she tells us about the wonderful and often dramatic world of Littlest Pet Shop YouTube. In part one, we discussed Sophie's journey as the creator of True Harmony TV. But right before we left off, Sophie started to get into the details of the drama. For those of you who don't remember, Sophie decided to take a little break from True Harmony TV, and in doing so, wanted to change her Instagram handle. Upon going to change it, she made the shocking discovery that it had been stolen by another creator. Keep listening for all the details, the drama, the juicy, juicy tale of trauma. Ooh, that rhymed. I'm so excited for y'all to hear this, so let's get right into it. I go in to the backup account and I'm sitting at my friend's little kitchen island and I type in True Harmony TV in the username and it says error. This username is taken and I felt my heart drop. I was like, no, that can't be right. On the backup account, I search up True Harmony TV and a, an account pops up um, and it's my username, but it is a specific profile picture, a specific bio, a specific name, um, and I just... I, I just knew, um, and so I turned to my friend Nancy and I go, Cassalia just took my username. And she's like, what? She didn't believe me. She knew we had a gripe with each other, but, like, she just didn't think it, she just okay. thought it was, like, catty, like, drama, you know? Um, yeah, so the profile picture is a picture that she had posted before, um, so I knew it was her account. I also knew it was her, her account because maybe a couple days before, maybe the morning of or something, um, she... So her main account was LPS Rustic, but she had featured a backup account in her bio, or I had just found the backup account. I don't know. We were a little bit obsessed with each other, to be completely honest. Um, but her backup account was Rustic LPS. And I remember seeing this backup account and seeing, it was like a picture of a little pet shop snail or something, or like a ladybug. It was one of the like less common pets, I guess you could say. Um, and the, the name was... And all of the letters were spaced because it was the aesthetic thing of the time. There was a little triangle that pointed to the right and it said R-U-S-T-I-C, Rustic. Um, and the bio had been like Rustic's backup account or something, right? So when I see that her backup account is now my username, but it's still her profile picture, Rustic is the name, and the bio is LPS Rustic's backup account, 
I'm like, oh, this person just took my username and I'm going to say something about it. So I immediately go back to my account that I changed to Troni TVVV or whatever. And I'm like, I DM her and I'm like, Casalia, I know you just took my username. I don't know why you would do that, but I would like it back. And she goes, what are you talking about? No, I didn't. And I'm like, oh, so this is what's happening right now. So I'm panicking. I'm freaking the fuck out because this is a brand that I built for myself. I had, a th I had like 1,500 subscribers on YouTube. I had 9,000 followers on Instagram at this point. I didn't want my entire brand that I created for myself to be ruined. Yeah. And it gets worse. So she transforms the page into a hate page for herself under my username. Oh my gosh. So she wasn't just like trying to steal your followers and stuff. She was trying to make you lose all of them. Yes. So I refreshed the page and every single time I refreshed the page, I took a screenshot and something else would have been changed. So then it was first like... The bio was gone, the name attached to the account was gone, it was now blank, um, and then the profile picture changed to one of my pictures that I had posted on my original account. So it looked like me. That's so manipulative too, because then if you post on your like main account, the one with all the followers, and they're like, hey, Casalia stole all my stuff, like don't believe this, but then they go to the page and it's, and it's you just being hateful towards Casalia, like... I don't know, like, that just seems fishy. I would be like, okay, like, she d obviously doesn't like her on the main account, so how do I believe that this isn't her being evil on the other account? Like, that's so, that is so manipulative and messed up. Exactly. How, was she, was she your, is she our age too, or was she like- She is a year younger than me. A year we are oh essentially gosh. the same age. So this seventh grader, evil mastermind. <laughs> oh my god. So quickly summarizing what she did, she first posted a black square on her page and said, at LPS Rustic, you suck, you're ugly, you're fat, like whatever, like whatever hateful things you can say about someone. And there were like swear words in there, but it was like horribly misspelled. And people started to believe it was me. Like people started commenting on the post and they were like, who are you? Like, Charmony TV, I thought you were different. Like, I thought you were better than this. Like, why are you attacking this poor innocent girl? Like, she didn't do anything to you. And people had already been on LPS Rustic's side because this page was pretending to be me hating on her. Yeah. Um, and then, shortly after that post, she posts a picture of a bloody tampon. Mm-hmm. Like a used bloody tampon in a bathroom. And the walls were like, you know how people have like popcorn ceilings? Yeah. It wasn't popcorny, but it had like that thick, like layered paint look. Not like the unprofessional. Like, did it look like water damage or something? No, it looked like just like a really stupid style of how people paint rooms. Yeah. Like it looked like chipboard. Like I can't explain it. Oh God, it was a very specific texture and I remember it, but I cannot find out like what the name is for it. Um, so I look at that and I remembered that and I took a screenshot of, I took a screenshot of everything. I literally had a pamphlet of everything that she said to me and everything that happened, um, for like a couple years after this happening. So she posts that and then back and forth behind the scenes, we're like screaming at each other and I'm like, Kesselia, I know you are pretending to be me. Stop hating on yourself. Give me my damn username back. And she would just be like, it's not me. Like, I don't know why you're blaming me. Like, I'm so scared right now. Like, I don't understand what I'm getting bullied. Um, and then she starts posting on her main account, and what she's posting on her main account is, I should just end it all, like, nobody loves me, like, I'm a horrible person, like, I clearly have no fans, I clearly have no friends, like- I being Casalia? Yes, as in Casalia. Um, and I remember there were three specific pictures she posted on LPS Rustic, her main page. There was one of a, like, a machete, like, her dad's, like, machete from his, like, knife cabinet. 
um, and it was in black and white. She posted a picture of a white bowl with chocolate ice cream in it. And then she posted another one of her crying um, with, like, mascara running down her face. Like, her, her like, long brown hair was, like, kind of, like, covering the sides of her face a little bit. And she, like, in some of the captions, of course, the one with the machete was, like, I should just end it. Um, that was the first one she posted. Then she posted the ice cream one. She's, like, I think I'm going to do it tonight. And then in the one of her crying, I can't remember what the caption was, but it was probably another, like, self-deprecating, like, yeah. no one loves me type of oh thing. Yeah. Jesus. So I was worried about her because I was like, Casalia, I need you to know that that account is not me. At this point, she started gaslighting me into believing that it wasn't her. I still knew it was her, but I didn't want someone to come after me if she did do something thinking that it was me. So I was like, Casalia, it's not me, but I promise people do love you. This community really appreciates you. I just want this drama to end. Like, I just want this drama to end. We don't need to do this right now. And it was just always her being like victimizing herself, freaking out, and like me having to comfort her, even though I was literally relapsing in my room on Easter, even though I'm not religious. Like I literally relapsed on Easter and put my, you might need a trigger warning for this, but I put like my blood drops in my notebook, in my journal, talking about how badly I wanted to just end my life because I was so upset. No, you're good. No, it's no, no, no. It's it's a little bit funny, I will say. Um, but so then another account pops up. Can you guess what that account is? A hate account for you? Yes, it is True Harmony Hate. It is True Harmony Hate page. It's a black icon. Nothing Just else stop is yelling. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I love it. You're passionate. You're angry. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. It DMs me, and I'm like, who is requesting a DM right now? And I see the username and I once again feel like I'm going to throw up and it says, I know how you can get your username back or something, something like that. Um, and I'm like, what do you want? Like that she was trying to bait you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh so, my God. so the hate page says I can get your username back for you if Cassilia blinks herself. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I took my special effects uh, makeup background um, and I took a knife and I put ketchup on the other side of the knife away from the camera so you couldn't see the ketchup. And I took a video of me like doing a thing on my body to make it look like I was bleeding. And I sent it to the hate page and I was like, I'll do it myself. I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it for me to me. And it was like, no, 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 no. Like, I want this about Casalia. Like, I don't want, like, what are you doing? Like, don't do that. So back and forth. Cassilia is now controlling. I'm pretty sure Cassilia made the hate page, and I will clarify that in a second. Mm -hmm. She is jumping between three different accounts, bullying herself, bullying me and herself on the hate page for me, and posting on her normal page. I'm freaking out. This is this is now like a two-day, two-day whole fiasco thing right now. Remember that that picture I mentioned of her crying in the mirror that she posted on her main account? It was the same bathroom wall as the bloody tampon. It was the same exact color the same exact lighting, the lighting was coming from the same direction, it was the same texture, I did not know a single person with that wall texture in my life. She got, she messed up. She got got. Um, She got caught. But no, people didn't believe me. Really? People did not believe me. I posted literal picture evidence. I posted screenshots of our conversations, I posted the screenshots side by side of the bloody tampon and her crying and i showed the the similarities between the wall and i was like you guys cassalia is obviously running this account and people would comment nasty things to me saying like we don't believe you you're a liar we like you lost us like we don't support you anymore you're not gonna have any fans anymore and i was like how do you not believe this when this is like right here oh my god this podcast has now turned into clearing true harmony tv's (laughs) name guys 
spread the word true harmony tv is innocent <laughs> um mind you there was a messenger his name was yuan um and he was friends unbeknownst to me with Casalia and tried telling Casalia that i was posing as her because i guess he was mad at me too for some reason um but he was just a drama queen anyways did Casalia have as many followers as you like was it like a jealousy thing we had about the same amount i'd want to say like it it wasn't really drastic enough for me to be like why is she doing this but yeah so i tried exposing the fact that she was both pages um i had a traumatizing couple of days and nothing really came of it except for her mom did post on her on her instagram um a video and she goes hi this is rustic's mother exactly those words i kid you not um, and then proceeds to say something along the lines of, True Harmony TV is acting like a outright caged monkey. She's showing clear signs of a personality disorder, <laughs> which I do have, by the way. Um, thank you, Joanna, for treating me with DBT. Um, but it was more so like, she's crazy. Also, she was like, I'm a school psychologist. A licensed psychologist would never diagnose somebody on the internet. They would never do that. And would never post their diagnosis publicly. Like, they would not do that. Yeah. That's that's just fully against the Hippocratic Oath. Like, mm -hmm. that's not... And it gets worse. So her mom now believes that I'm bullying this girl. Mm -hmm. And her mom, because she's now involved, is like, she can go to jail for cyberbullying. They're in Texas, by the way. I'm pretty sure in both Texas and and Illinois, cyberbullying is, like, illegal or whatever. Just turn off the computer. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I'm kidding. Okay, Emily Osmond. <laughs> um, so because her mom is now involved in this, uh, she tells Casalia, we can't get this girl in trouble for cyberbullying. She lives in Illinois, right? I don't know how she knew. I think at some point I was like, yeah, Illinois or whatever. Because we all kind yeah. of were like that. We were like, oh, I generally live in this state. Yeah. And I knew Casalia li- lived in Texas. And so Casalia comes to me and goes, the cops are going to be at your house any, any minute. I didn't know how that how that worked. Like I didn't know I was a child. Like I didn't know if she could like track my IP address I like that. Like to sue people all the time as a child. Yeah, I, I didn't know how it worked, but thankfully they didn't either. I mean, I did too, but in like different contexts. Yeah. So she's like, the cops are gonna show up at any second. Um, I already reported you. Like I have all of this evidence against you. Against you, I'm taking you to court. Yada yada yada. And I believed that because I was twelve. And I'm freaking out. I'm crying. This is when I, this is when that notebook thing happens. Like I'm freaking out. I'm writing like in my diary about like how, how upset I am. And it was just a lot. Like obviously a lot of these events are kind of out of order because it was traumatizing and I can't fully recall it because there was so much happening. It's a lot for anyone to like have to go through, especially with a stranger. Like I feel like if it's someone you know in person, like you kind of have an idea as to why they're being so terrible to you. But with a stranger, like, you have no clue what you could have done or why they decided to come for you like that. Like, that's just so unfair and, like, just it's just so it's just gross behavior. Yeah. I had no idea what I did either. Um, so, of course, at this point, I am in shambles. If you thought I was not okay before, I was worse at this point. And I can't really remember what happened after that, but cops never came. I slept through the night. I woke up, like, I deleted the account, I think, at some point. I don't know if it was a day after. I don't know if it was weeks after, but I got I got rid of the account. Um, I came back to the, the community as a different account probably, like, months later. But, well, actually, when I did come back to the community, Casalia had made another account called Mesomist, 
and I recognized her photography. She didn't, like, brand herself as LPS Rustic. In fact, she had officially deleted, I'm doing air quotes, her account um, because of the drama. And I recognized her photography, and I'm like, that is Casalia's work. And I just knew. Some people didn't. Some people were like, well, maybe it's just similar. I was like, no, that's 100% her, and I want nothing to do with her. Um, and she somehow reached out to me. She, would like, DM'd me, and she was like, hey, um, I want to talk to you. And I was like, well... Let's see what you have to say. So we you're a big person for that. I would have been like, nope, mm-hmm. you don't get to. So I gave her my like iCloud like FaceTime, like audio FaceTime address. Mm-hmm. Um, and she calls me on FaceTime and I'm like, why did you do it? Like, like, what was the reason? And she was like, I was jealous of you. She literally told me she was jealous of me. And I was like, so then you posed as me and you also made the hate page then? She was like, I made the hate page, but I did not pose as you. So she was still denying that she was posing as me, even though that was her backup account that she had access to. So um, that was the last conversation I ever had with her. Um, But I I would like to say this. I wanted to know where she was recently because I've been thinking about this experience for a couple of weeks now. Mm -hmm. So I looked up her name. She's like the only person in Texas with her name. I know her full name. I know her first, middle, and last name. I know her mom's first, middle, and last name. She wasn't very good at internet safety. And I, I knew her I knew her name and I knew where she lived because a couple of times she had mentioned it. But not only that, she worked at a modeling agency as a child. Um, she posted modeling pictures with the modeling agency, like Watermark and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I just knew. Like, she worked for a very specific workshop. She went to a specific acting school. She went to a specific also, she school was like, like a privileged kid mm-hmm. she was also that an only child explains the behavior oh my yeah. gosh only children no offense <laughs> to any only children but y'all are weird <laughs> and you should know that like you so, should know that about yourself so um knowing this information and still remembering it to this day i looked up her first first middle and last name into google mm-hmm. and i wanted to see if i could find anything on her because all of her instagram accounts were wiped off the face of the planet like lps rustic was gone meso mist is on private and she's been inactive on that for years now um her main account casalia like with her name and stuff like that that was deleted everything was gone so i had stalked her a couple of times or at least tried to and just couldn't find anything because i was traumatized i want to know what this girl's up to i want to see if she's miserable or not and nothing pops up on instagram nothing pops up on twitter except for her like old account from back in 2015 i find her mom's old account that the last post was 2015 like everything's old and i can't find anything on her until i see a i want to say it's called like a police report um it could be something else um but it's like a document that people that the police will release after someone's been like attained i suppose or like detained detained yeah detained and so i start reading it because i'm not sure like Someone else could have her name, like, someone else in Texas could have her- Someone else in the same town and state as her could have the same name. And then I keep reading. It starts to say she has brown eyes, brown hair, um, she's like 5'4". It has her first, middle, and last name spelled correctly. So it's naming all of these physical attributes. And like, yeah, you can meet anyone- You can meet anyone named Cassidy with brown hair and brown eyes. But then it gets into the specifics of- the town that she was arrested in, her city, her state, a very close zip code to where she was arrested in and resides in, all of these little Easter eggs are starting to tip me off that maybe this is her. What a what a great ending to mm-hmm. Casalia's story. However, recently I found her Instagram and she is back and she is working for a modeling agency now. Oh my god. 
Well, I hope she's well. Casalia, if you ever hear this, I hope you're in therapy and you're doing okay. <laughs> but how dare you mess with Soapy Mikos? Sorry. <laughs> so since going through that trauma, have you... I say trauma, it is, like, that it is, is a, a trauma. very I'm traumatizing event. That is not, like, that is an incredibly traumatizing event. Did that turn you off of LPS tube for a while, or? It was hard to say. At first, I was like, I don't think I want to come back to the community, because, again, I had deleted pretty much everything at this point. Well, at this, like, the community kind of turned on you. Yeah. For something that you didn't do. Mm-hmm. But I did, when, when Mesomist, aka Casalia, LPS Rustic, reached out to me again because she knew that this was my new account. I think it was called, like, God, I don't remember what my new account was called. My new account was solely a photography account for LPS. I didn't have a YouTube channel attached to it. For some reason, she knew it was me, and that's when she had reached out and was like, hey, I need to explain myself or do whatever. You think, sorry. Do you think she, like, might have recognized your photography the way you recognized her? Maybe. To answer the question in the easiest way possible, I do think that maybe she did recognize me, but there were also other indicators that were pretty obvious that I was previously this person. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's just wild that, like, you went through that experience at the age you were at, too. Like, I wouldn't have been able to deal with that. You had a community that was there as, like, a nice safe thing for you and to get that ripped away like that that's just awful i just that you're real strong for being able to deal with that and like be where you're at today thank you speaking of where you're at today you went back to lps just with photography on instagram right Mm -hmm. and then now as a college student you take pictures of toys that you make and like you create little cool things that to take pictures of in your photography like do you think lps influenced where you are today as an artist and like the stuff you enjoy photographing photographing yeah um i did come back to the community recently again um as one does so i'm still actively taking little special pictures now um but they absolutely influenced my desire to work with like hasbro and mattel and america girl doll um, in the future hopefully wait so you're back in the community what's the instagram i don't I sleep in the same room as you and I didn't know this. <laughs> like, I need I need the Instagram so that I can follow it and so that our listeners can follow it. So don't be embarrassed, be proud of your work. Um, so it's Posy Pause. Posy is an anagram of my name. It's P-O-H-S-I-E-P-A-W-S. Um, that's Instagram. And then I also have another art account, Posy Co. So the same spelling P-O-H-S-I-E-C-O. And yeah. So Something I'm going to start doing in every episode is asking people about their topic, their interest. What is your favorite aspect of it? And what is something you wish was not a thing? I mean, I can probably guess. Something that I love about the LPS community is how supportive everyone is. Of course, we had that little moment, um, but every time I've come back, people have immediately followed me and been like welcome back like pe- people that i looked up to like lps tubers that i looked up to and wanted to be like have followed me now and have been like i'm so glad you're back yeah the overall support of the community and how everyone can like kind of come together regardless of anything i feel like you've all kind of grown up together too like i mean now that you're at the age like we should all be at the maturity level too where we can acknowledge this bad stuff happened back then we are past it and mm-hmm. we're just here to love lps and to make cool lps content <laughs> super cool um and then for the thing that 
I'm not fond of or could change. Um, I guess there's two. So number one is the fact that it's such a niche category that you can't make money off of it. You could to some degree, um, but it's very limited because your audience are usually 12-year-olds, and 12-year-olds don't really have money to spend. Plus, pe- like, if you're posting on YouTube with the kids' content, like... Coppa. C-O-P-P-A. YouTube, get it together. It is a good incentive. I, I do think that we should not be collecting data from children. I do think um, turning off comments and demonetizing videos to some degree is a good way to protect kids, but it's not the best way. I think YouTube should completely separate YouTube kids from YouTube because they are separate entities, so why not make them separate? Um, and Kappa took a hit on every single LPS tuber. LPS Hannah had, I want to say, 100,000 subscribers. Um, so maybe. That's like primary income. She, like... she was a full-time LPS tuber, and she had to leave in 2020. Oh my gosh. Because of Kappa. Um, yeah. That's so awful. Plus, I feel like there's a lot of content that like an algorithm might see and think, oh, this is for kids. But it's not kids who are watching it like look at any like mm-hmm. gaming youtuber like you might think oh this is for kids but no it's not like mm-hmm. i love fnaf lore and for some reason horror video games are extremely marketable to little kids and so youtube might see that and think oh this is for kids when no i'm an adult and i'm watching it and i'm enjoying it and i wouldn't let my kids watch this mm-hmm. they don't need to know about william afton <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, I feel like the algorithm is wrong a lot of the time with what they see as kids' content. They need a big change in the system, but maybe that's a discussion for another time, because that's something I could go on about for quite a while. (laughs) But speaking of YouTube, do you think you're ever going to get back to making YouTube videos? Or, like, get back to LPS Tube, or for now, is it just photos? So this is important context. Um, Before I had left the community officially when that drama happened, um, I had promised little me, so like 11 year old me when I first started a YouTube channel um, and my future self that I would not officially leave the community. I would not fully pull back from the community until I had produced a series, a video series that I was relatively proud of. Um, It doesn't have to be a big production, but I would like it to be a better production than what I've put out in the past. Um, And I would like it to be a collaborative experience. So not just me doing the voice acting, but my friends doing the voice acting. I I go to an art school, so I want this to be a collaborative opportunity. I've even thought about doing like a stipend. I'm getting ahead of myself. The answer in short is I am coming back. I've already started like making little cute little like editing videos, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. When I started Sister Spirit and Loose Ends, which was actually the, the re the revamp of Sister Spirit, um, I decided that I want to commit to the series. I want to finish scripting it. I want to finish all of the little details. And then hopefully once I graduate, I can work on it in the summer and then get it done and get it out and finally feel proud and feel like I fulfilled a dream that I had when I was a kid. That's so awesome. That's such a, that's such a sweet way to like wrap it up. I think, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up at at you're gonna continue doing this thing that you love to do and hopefully it's drama free this time it is the internet (laughs) so I don't know about that but is there anything else you'd like to just throw on that you didn't get to say before I mean generally there are two things 
one of them is being it's never too late to do what you want to do and what you love to do i feel like a lot of people grow up like my dad for example he's like i'm too old to have a band do it anyways and the second one is something my dad actually taught me which is good artists work with their mistakes um so just working with that and rolling with it like had a traumatizing experience it was a little bit of a mistake but hello i'm gonna come back i'm not just saying this to be like a cheese ball or whatever but i think that that is really beautiful like that's awesome so uh yeah thank you so much for sharing not only your love of lps littlest pet shop and littlest pet shop youtube and instagram but also just some actually sound advice that i think the art students listening to this hopefully listening to this can use because yeah that's just really that's really great all right before we end though is there anything you'd like to plug you can find me under a bunch of different aliases so the lps instagram is posy paws p-o-h-s-i-e p-a-w-s um my art instagram will be posyco so p-o-h-s-i-e-c-o and then i also have like a personal instagram account and photography account which is sophie mikos s-o-p-h-i-e-m as in mouse i-k-o-s and soph mikos so the shorter version thank you so much sophie thanks (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i just got interviewed by anthony fadia (laughs) all right thank you so much for listening i hope you really enjoyed it And thank you so much to Sophie once again for joining us and telling us all about this crazy, dramatic, and yet somewhat wonderful community that is LPS Tube. All right, have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to tune in next week to I Could Go On.